Welcome to this Hello. week's episode of Echo. Uh, I'm Ryan, I'm joined by Mark. Hi. I'll be sitting in. Clarence is here with us as well, just for hype. Um, and today we're talking about uh, the dark web. Dark web. And more specifically, um, dark web markets. Cool. Um, Mark, I'm going to begin by asking you <laughs> what your knowledge of dark webs are. So I know that there's a distinction between deep web and dark web. I know that the yep. deep web is anything that's not publicly accessible. I know the dark web is to do with talk and those sorts of clients. Yeah. So I think the best way to like just summarize this is like the deep web is, as you said, everything you can't access. And the dark web is everything that you can't access, which is illegal. I'm just going to expand on it by saying it's it's to access the dark web. You need to have Tor, which is a pro, which is like not a program, but it's like a web browser almost, right? Chrome for dodgy people. Yeah. And basically what it does is it just like gives you access to the things that no, you couldn't otherwise that you couldn't otherwise access so just, no accessing the dark web through chrome yeah through chrome yeah exactly um so tor was developed by the u.s military yeah um <laughs> and perhaps caused them more issues than um what their development of that technology it is solved for them it is ironic isn't it yeah. it's like now they've got mad illegal markets and yeah, trades because and it was built for them to just communicate privately right and yeah. now it, all of a sudden you've spawned a bunch of like drug markets it, yeah <laughs> that's weird right? yeah yeah but it's like sort of like the like idea that when war happens technology like advancement increases yeah. a crazy amount I so like so. Like the 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 downside is that you're getting like drug and illegal commerce, but the upside is I guess you get private communication. So it, you could compare it, say, to like rockets and nuclear war. Yeah. In the sense that like development of uh, nu- nukes. nukes led to men on the moon. Yeah, yeah, that connection, mad connection, um, and. Uh, yeah, so when you use Tor, you remain anonymous. Um, but for those that don't know, it just bounces like requests off different nodes and then makes it very difficult to track. But it is still possible, and like there are papers on like how they can like huh. do stuff sometimes. Right, there's like really weird stuff. Back. It's like I, I sort of briefly read something, and it was like there was like I think they fixed it, but there was something they could do. Right, because I know it's like a, a super complex like VPN style thing where you're just bouncing between different computers to kind yeah. of make it very hard to find where it's coming from. Now that I've thought about it more, I think it was called a timing attack. And so basically... I did hear about this actually. Yeah, so, like, if, you, yeah, so if you have a couple nodes, because anyone can make a node, yeah. and then I forgot how they did it specifically, but they could just use maths to work out your geographic location. <laughs> use maths and algorithms. Yeah, maths. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then they just somehow um, worked out with the request timings where that um, potential right. could be okay. from. That makes sense. But like, yeah, it's it's still very confusing and very out of my league. If you yeah, want to read yeah, the paper, yeah. look up timing analysis <laughs> tour and it'll come up and you can have a field day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to go over my head. <laughs> yeah, I read it for a little bit. It was very complex. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, just for also preface, if you haven't heard of Bitcoin or VPNs, um, Bitcoin is just a cryptocurrency. It's basically just like currency for online dealings yeah. anonymously. 
big ledger blockchain style thing. Yeah, blockchain, uh, VPN is just essentially having your internet traffic rerouted through, through anywhere, tunnel. basically. Yeah, a tunnel. Um, yeah. So moving on to dark web markets, what's your understanding of dark web markets? I've heard of the Silk Road and I know there's a couple others that popped up. Yeah. So Silk Road was made in 2010. Right. And later shut down, as you said, um, after the IRS uh, found the owner who was casually sitting on uh, 145,000 bitcoins. 145,000 bitcoins. So for anyone who doesn't know the value of a bitcoin, <laughs> it's currently eight and a half thousand US dollars. Yeah. Was it like 10,000 a couple years ago? At its peak, I think, what year are we in? 2019? Yeah, it was 2017, like December. We just Google. <laughs> um, peaked December 2017. Really? Uh, 19,541 Australian dollars, 22nd of December. Marks of God. Okay. <laughs> So 20,000 US dollars? Uh, it was 19,000 Australian, so it would have been, at its peak, 19,650 USD. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, so 145,000 times, gonna do some quick maths, <laughs> times, we're just gonna say is, 20 yeah, grand. 20,000. Um, $2.9 billion. Yeah, that's, that's quite a lot. Obviously, the US government didn't get that much, because they didn't do this in 2017 but like it kind of tells you the scale of what they got from this market yeah this this market was it, this market shut down in I think it was the market shut down in 2013 so like this is we're talking like in 2018 but yeah yeah imagine if they'd kept the coins so <laughs> if, they, if they held on to it they would have it would have been ridiculously more Look, $2.9 billion is probably still only like a tenth of their milita- military budget. But <laughs> I like, don't even think it's like the, I think it's like one, probably closer to 1%. Than 10%, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it's sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it shut down and the FBI got the coins and then ended up selling them. Um, I think they just keep the money. Yeah, so I think it just goes to government. So Donald Trump, <laughs> Donald Trump just he wasn't in some drug money. Who was the president in 2012? Uh, Obama. Oh, because he had two terms. Yeah, 2008, 2016. Obama was sitting on fat stacks <laughs> from the dark webs. Unfortunately, it did nothing to fix the crippling debt. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, Alpha Bay launched in September 2014 yeah um basically the same thing as Silk Road but someone else just wants to have a crack at it he's like that guy messed up I've got this I've got this I'm not gonna make the same mistakes the FBI isn't gonna find me yeah (laughs) (laughs) um in it officially launched in December 22nd 2014 yeah um it saw a steady growth of 14,000 new users in the first 90 days of operation it's incredible um, by July 2017, Alpha Bay was 10 times the size of its predecessor, Silk Road. And that's in the same time period, or was it shorter than what Silk Road was alive for? Um, I think is probably that this is slightly longer, because right, Silk yeah. Road wasn't up for that long. I think it was only like a three-year period, right. and this is about three and a half years. So okay. it's like similar time period, but... So no exponential growth from like Silk Road, it's just steady growth. It's definitely a lot more than Silk Road. Okay. So it's a bigger marketplace. Yes, yeah, it's around. much bigger. Right. Um, it had over 370,000 listings, 400,000 users, 
and was facilitating 600 to 800,000 US dollars of transactions per day. Per day. That that would rival that exceeds like most e-commerce stores online. I can't think of an e-commerce store that matches that. Would Amazon a- Amazon daily transactions. Um it's apparently okay, they back. they do 410 million per day. 410 it says million muchneeded.com it says average daily sales are just over 410 million whoa surely that, that can't be right that means they sell an average of 17 million dollars per hour or 4222 per second so this marketplace does in a day what amazon does in two minutes amazon is based <laughs> apparently yeah no that's to be honest that does make sense it's just because we're australian Amazon doesn't seem as... Amazon is like nothing here. Yeah. Yeah. American... Yeah, Americans are insane. Americans are insane. 53 million Americans bought something on Amazon on Prime Day. That's ridiculous. Okay, moving on. Um, We'll hear the shutdown story of uh, Alphabet. Yes, Alphabet. Alphabet shut down. (laughs) Um, Popped up on your screen. Oh, no. This site has been seized. (laughs) By the FBI. Uh Uh-oh. Was it CIA? This guy obviously didn't have a better run than the other guy. (laughs) He he fell down the same hole that the other guy did. Um, So, in December 2014, Kayser's, Alex Kayser's, the now-known founder of the website, used his hotmail address... (laughs) (laughs) Pimp shit offset right there. Pimp underscore Alex underscore ninety one at hotmail.com as the the from address in system generated welcome and password reset emails. Oh my god. Ouch. He also used it as his LinkedIn profile uh, email. Oh my god. <laughs> and for his legitimate computer repair business in Canada. Oh, which would link it to his physical address and tax details and I think this was one of the forefronts of how they got onto it. Right. He's a dumb dude. I'm sorry. In the context of things. It's like the smallest thing ever. Yeah. (laughs) I agree with that. Yeah, but if you're like... Okay, if you're going to open a website which is going to facilitate the sale of drugs, weapons, uh, hitmen, and not pay tax, you're not going to use pimpryan99 as your... Look, if I had to use an email, Pimp Ryan sounds pretty good. Yeah. Okay, but like, I just don't it's think... like a one-off. I email. mean, it's an elementary mistake, but whether this person thought deeply enough to be like, one day this is going to come back and bite me. Especially... That's like consideration you should have when you're opening like websites. Yeah, like when this. you're opening a website that, that's ele- that, that is that illegal, you know, you should probably consider that. But I feel like it's a decent error to make. It's not something that's impossible perhaps um so Kayser's laptop was seized and there was no encryption on it at all right um so there was a unencrypted personal net worth statement mapping all these global global assets across multiple jurisdictions um so (laughs) he was he was officially tracking his net worth for these like dark shady black markets and I like how it's just unencrypted. Yeah, it's just, just sitting like, on his laptop. Yeah. Just like tax return. Doc, doc. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> here's where all my stuff is. When you catch me, this is... Just click this folder. <laughs> yeah. Like all the evidence you need. <laughs> yeah. I'll just make your job easy yeah, for exactly. you. Here's everything. And here's ev- all the crimes I've committed. Just arrest me. 
Um, so the servers that were running the website were hosted at a company in Canada directly le- linked to his person. Right. So, like, he's just running on DigitalOcean, just, like, casually, yeah. you know, credit card attached. Well, I guess that, like, it helps for um, conviction. But I wonder what the server farm or the actual company that was hosting it, like, them finding out. Yeah. They'd have to know. I don't think they would know, would they? But they'd have to monitor web traffic for the servers. Surely. As in, like, Uh, usage. As in, like, you would find these weird patterns of web traffic coming to that. Well, just the size. Like, think about, like, how big it would be. And then you're just like, what is this? What website is this? What is this guy doing? Unless it's some sort of, like, like, Amazon S3 where they're just... They have so many massive websites that that's just a blip on their radar. But, like, surely not. Even Amazon, I feel like, would be able to monitor stuff like that. You would assume so. <laughs> like, that's a sizable amount of traffic. That's a massive amount of traffic. It's, it, it has 400,000 users. It would be weird, too. Like, it would be... It would be... The traffic that would be coming into it would be completely different to other sort of traffic, right? Because it's coming through the Tor network, so I'd assume the origin that it would appear from would be different to standard web traffic yeah maybe like yeah uh, I'm not sure if they'd look into it that yeah, much yeah. but like just yeah off the top of it just having that many users you would assume that it would kind of be like hey check out this website and make sure what they're doing is okay yeah um, so on the website for people who aren't aware of what's potentially sold on these websites um, IDs credit cards Passports, weapons, and even Medicare card numbers. <laughs> Medicare card numbers. <laughs> um, amongst, I'm sure. I think. I think um, Alpha Bay was much more product based instead right. of service. So okay. not potentially you're a hire an assassin. Yeah, yeah. But more like here's some weed. Right. So or like here's some fake ID. Yeah. Or here's credit card numbers. Or this person's CSV. Not CSV. Yeah. CCV, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Credit card details, that one. So, like, if you've ever been, like, skimmed at a petrol station and some random guy started using your credit card, this is probably where he got it from. That's weird. (laughs) When you get those random shoes in France and you're like, I'm not in France. (laughs) That is the the travel of your credit card numbers. Yeah. That's the journey it's been on. Like, your Uber account being stolen, I guess. Yeah. So, Alphabay shut down. Um, and, and now we have Hansa Market. Hansa Market's current market. Um, so, with the closure of Alphabay in July 2017, we had a third contender. And he's Ooh. like, I've got this. <laughs> I'm not going to make the same mistakes as those two. things this time. Um, so, um, I think Hansa Market was actually opened before... Not before Alphabay, but potentially during... It, it did exist... It, it exists as Alphabet existed. Right, simultaneously. Yeah, it just Alphabet was much bigger. Yeah, so it was just some competition. Yeah, competition, <laughs> in the, exactly. In the in the black market space. So once Alphabet shut down, um, Hansa got a mad influx of traffic because yeah. they need their alternative, right, to continue dealings and whatnot. Um, and then, surprise, surprise... This one got seized. Sweet. The FBI wins again. <laughs> Woo. So the interesting thing with this is that Hansa Market had actually also been seized at the same time as Alpha Bay. Right. So it was a double whammy. It was a double whammy. And, and the weird thing is that 
that I think Hansa Market had been seized either before Alpha Bay or both of them had been delayed. Right. As in, like, they both got caught. They left Alpha Bay for a week, shut it down, and left Hansa on, yeah. and then shut Hansa down a month or so later. Right. So this is the double whammy of the police. Yeah, yeah. So they, they got both. They got both. And now you're probably thinking, <laughs> why didn't they shut them down both at the same time? You're probably not thinking that because it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But you're probably thinking, what did they do specifically? Yeah, yeah. So I've got a mad list of <laughs> what they did. So they direct. They obviously like directed traffic to Hansa Bay. Well, not from Alpha Bay because Alpha Bay yeah, yeah, seized. Yeah, like by shutting down Alpha Bay. People yeah, sorry, sorry. Hansa yeah, Bay. sorry. And the FBI has done what with Hansa Bay? Imagine like, having that opportunity. You're like, we're about to just get a ton of people. You can do whatever the, to the website to yeah, try yeah. and catch them out. So instant thoughts is like, whatever registration process there is. Imagine if you just added a field like real name, <laughs> address, and then people just like knowingly <laughs> just filled it out. Twitter handle. <laughs> Twitter handle. Exactly. Um, so, all user passwords um, were recorded in plain text, allowing right. the police to log into other markets. This is on the website before they even actually So, this did is before they crazy. did any alterations. Yeah, any alterations. So, um, the vendors and buyers will communicate via PGP, encrypted messages. Right. Um, but the website provided an inconvenient feature which allowed the police to modify and record a plain text copy. <laughs> I don't understand why they would implement the, that. The, like a backdoor into into a dodgy market. I'm confused. Like, did the owners of uh, Hands and Market implement this? Or did they do this after it was caught? Well, it was a handy feature, so I assume it's built in, like... Yeah, it's. It sounds like it's. It's. Yeah, it yeah. was there already. The police just like, oh, Yo, they've click, done our work done, for click. us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's what the police did. Just as another red flag, uh, the police wiped the photo database, enticing vendors to re-upload photos. Oh. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no, they they did that. That's and incredible. So, yeah, so the, the cops just removed the metadata tool and then deleted the database and said, oh, photos of your cool drugs are gone. <laughs> you should send some more. That's cool, though. That's it's cool. super cool on the, the, the um, policing side of things. Really smart. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's so cool. So. Um, and then multi-signature Bitcoin transactions were sabotaged, which allowed the police to confiscate uh, illicit funds. Right. So... I'm not sure specifically what that means. Like, potentially, like when you bought something, the Bitcoin didn't actually go to the seller; it just went to it the would, police. Yeah, that's weird. Someone had to have noticed that something was going on. Like, Surely, I would like the small ones who would have perhaps noticed this would have gotten out early. Yeah, they they probably just would have taken a break when there was so much police activity. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then police also enticed users to download a Microsoft Excel file that uh, <laughs> when opened would attempt to ping back to a police web server and unmask oh, the user's right. IP. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Classic do not open attachments. Exactly. These people didn't take like basic security lesson. I just think it would be so much fun being the FBI. And, like, yeah. this is huge. Like, just figuring out ways to, like, get people to do things and give you information themselves. 
Yeah. I wonder if they anyone was directly in response to this imprisoned. Like they actually they had to have actually caught Surely. people. Because if they're going through all this effort to like get geolocations and to like ping back from their computers. Like, surely they they want to convict these people. But we, I, me, maybe I'm just not a man of news, or I'm just not, you know, not in tune. But yeah. I haven't heard of anything like this. I haven't like heard this. of this either. Yeah, maybe they have to keep it sort of discreet. I would assume so. Maybe there's a special court for like these sort of things. I maybe it's just like the volume at which it happens, like another 200, 300, 400, 1,000 arrests isn't going to make that big of a deal in terms of media coverage. Just because I'm a man of fiction, I feel like this totally could also be the like one of those things where it's they get the people and then they like give them the, the ultimatum. It's like, right, you can yeah. go to jail or you can come work with us, you know? <laughs> good, good cop, bad cop. Yeah, like, exactly. You know. And then it's so now all these people that got caught are actually just working for the police. Yeah, just like catching other people because Imagine they know. catching, because you're catching your colleagues, technically. <laughs> the colleagues, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, no. You're just like, oh yeah, I know this guy. He always did this and then you just get them. Yeah, because I know like hackers um, have been hired by companies before and by the government for breaching systems, even though it's been illegal. Like surely, I guess that could happen too in terms of drug deals or weapon deals or whatever you're selling. Yeah, so mad shout out to all the law enforcement who (laughs) have shut down markets in the past couple of years 2017 and then end of early 2018 i'm so sure they're still working years. on it with i'm more sh- markets i'm sure 100% there is another one oh, there's, there's gonna be a fourth has guy to be like there has to be more than just one up currently like, yeah i have yeah. no idea but like it would make sense that another one comes up to replace it i wonder what it's called i like the names they come up with silk road alpha bay hands of market right yeah I keep thinking of like Alphabet as in like Google's parent company when you say yeah. Alphabet. <laughs> um, so to the fourth guy, we wish you the best of luck. Um, <laughs> do we though? <laughs> we don't really. Not really. Um, I mean, do we wish the FBI the best of luck? <laughs> Maybe we got to set the FBI a challenge. Look, the guy used his personal email. Yeah. That's 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 pretty like rookie error. Exactly. I want to see some like some more like, cool, you crazy know, crazy hacking. Yeah, like, exactly. CSI level. Yeah. Oh, he's impenetrable. Let's, you know, hack um, for it. If you're curious, Hands of Market was um, discovered. Uh, it was basically like exploited. The, the police um, got it after the true location of the site was discovered um after a tip from security researchers right who had discovered a developmental version of the website huh right um and then the police quickly began monitoring all actions on the site and discovered the administrators had left behind old irc chat logs including their full names (laughs) and even a home address and began to monitor them so is this just like someone's left on a github and they're just like like development version suite and then they've just found insecurities in the like the deployed version or yeah i have no idea but that's sort of yeah my (laughs) understanding of it as well yeah true location of the site is that mean like like the location of the server yeah because i know those um i don't know whether it's this one um it might have been silk road but they actually found and seized the servers because it wasn't hosted 
It was hosted privately, from what I understood. But that might be a different, different marketplace. Okay. Well, I'd like to thank Mark for joining me. Thanks, right? I'd like to thank all the listeners for listening in on Operation Bayonet, which was the shutdown of Alpha Bay and Hansa Market. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast. Um, And hopefully we'll be back soon with some more cool stories. Yeah.